the college football experience week 13 DFS show for Thursday and Friday episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving free roll. Everyone who hits a uh, football bingo in our contest will will win a hundred dollars cash and a hundred dollar gift card to the SGPN store exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So go grab that thing. And remember folks to let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the boss. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Colby swinging the interbase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Apparently, I smoke and I drink. I got a little roughly voice. It's early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, how you doing? Uh, Did you say roughly? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's a word. I'm just, and, it's early, roughly. I, like a fucking bag of ruffles. You know what I mean? Like you just ate, like you just took a handful of ruffles and you just threw it down your fucking throat and you someone asks you a question, you start answering. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's early in the morning over here on the West. I am joined by my co host, the DFS God himself. We tweet it. We tweet the invite for the listener or the viewer, whatever the fuck you want to say over on Twitter at, at TCE on SGPN uh, and at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Farmer, farmer, Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Happy Turkey Day Eve. Oh, yeah, man. We got a loaded, loaded, uh, well, unfortunately, just a loaded college basketball slate. No, the action just punted on tonight. Those. I, I no, you know. No Sunbelt Wednesday either? Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You know, this is my problem here. Max so so cutting edge on playing these Tuesday games and and Wednesday games, but they they don't make a lot of sense. They wait until like November to do that. Hey, and next year Conference USA. That's what I'm saying. America's going to come save the day. All right. Shout out to Patrick Fisher and Serge MTZ in the chat. Happy early Thanksgiving to you guys too. What's <laughs> Serge wants to know what what is Colby drinking? I guess the question is that is that a, just a coffee or is that an Irish coffee? 
Oh man, I wish I wish. I I literally just woke up. I was up late doing some shows and uh so just grabbed a uh this is this is, sounds like something you uh you, you use like in the shower. This is Spindrift. Spindrift. <laughs> just carbonate. It's like a Perrier. Right, but uh right. Oh, Jake Packman also in the in the chat. He's a legend. Yeah, he is he's the fucking man right there. Patrick Fisher Good, says dude, I- I think Jake's a guy from Michigan, right? I'm I'm up in the in the mitten as well. I'm looking outside the window here. There's about a foot of snow on the ground. I'm not used to that coming up from North Carolina. Coward. Now growing up, we had that, buddy. Um, and Jake, Jake, I think might have been the one to talk about the liquor pitchers at Waldo's. Oh, oh, that's right. Hopefully, I will be at Waldo's come Saturday. <laughs> He's being serious, Jake. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm not a hundred percent that that was Jake, but I think, uh, I think it was. We'll yeah. have to confirm on the chat here. But anyway, uh, dude, we have college football DFS. We got a Thursday showdown slate, and we got a main slate for all the games Friday, and then a Friday night slate. Then we'll try to come to you later in the week for the Saturday slates as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Like I said, a little let down. There was no, they, they didn't even cover the FCS game on Thursday. It was pricked bastards, but hey, got to <laughs> oh, take sorry. it where you can get it. Sorry, Serge has me cracking up here. Uh, hey, quick rundown <laughs> of last week. Uh, last Thursday, we had another showdown lineup that I won. That was that SMU two lane game. Then we had the the really bad Friday night slate with the uh, USF Tulsa and New Mexico State San Diego State games. I won that again. Uh, sorry, it's it's what I do. Uh, also crushed you on the side bet. I had the um, Aztec receiver Makai Shaw, who went six for one twenty and two touchdowns. I was not I, expecting that much offense from San Diego State. I'm telling you, man, the passing game is cranking. Uh, but you had the Tulsa running back Ford, who had like like ten yards rushing. Well, well <laughs> I mean, you know why? I'm too busy. I told you the other guy was questionable. Yeah, the, the 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 second string guy. Ford's the third string. The second string guy played. Well, I, I think Prince had a big day. The, the, their first string running back. Either way, the it, it, you know the second string guy was not going to put up. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying for my people. for my roster, I would have liked to. Uh, gotcha. But once again, the problem is I'm I'm in the trenches over here creating content. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm recording and I see that oh shit the game this news is happening. You're a grinder, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you love the app. Yeah, c- come use Spindrift. It helps. It helps with your grinding. Um, that, that that sounds like a new app, man. Spindrift. I, I, I like it. it can, I was I was on the Spindrift. Um, it could be grinders, uh, uh, challenger <laughs> be their competition. Oh man. Uh, like, let me uh, finish uh, recapping Uh Saturday main slate. Odin's Raven six, nine, six, one RR bold junior. He came in second. You know, what really brought me down are all your East Carolina pirates that I foolishly rostered last week. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to rehash that. I know you're still getting over it. So it's, we're, we're a basketball school. I'm like Kramer. That's right. That's right, man. <laughs> hey, I, I locked up ECU on the hardwoods yesterday. Came through for me. Yeah, I had them the day before, and they came through for me. They're just, they're just. That's what they do. Michael Schwartz, be with you, has turned that program into. It's like Blue Edwards is back in in purple and gold. The problem this year, though, they're 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 a favorite. I kind of like them as a dog more. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know about betting on them today. Well, they just well, they got the heart of champions. You know what I mean? Yeah, They'll find a way to make it done. There you go. So Saturday night, guess who won? Who's that? I won you? again. Oh wow. 
I went against Saturday wow. night. Trashman79 came in second, but you did crush me. Well, not, not crush me, but you beat me on the side bet because the side bet you had Rocket Sanders, who went for 232 yards and three touchdowns. He had a monster game, 50 plus fantasy points. Try My to tell guy, you. Quinshawn Judkins, I mean, he also ran for over 200 and it just had one touchdown. He had a, a very nice game as well, but definitely not as good of a game as. Rocket Sanders. He the, got uh, that done and he got that done in the fourth quarter, you little Judkins fella. All right. It's true. He he had a big fourth quarter, which definitely helped. But so you definitely won the side bet. And then last night, uh RR Bull Jr. took down the Mac, the Mac uh contest. So uh there we go. That's uh, enough of the housekeeping. We are good to uh look forward to uh the game tomorrow night. There we go. And I see talk about UTSA and Frank Harris, top five QB in the nation. He is a baller. Hell yeah. Uh and uh, Patrick Fisher's asking if I was coming live from an Econo Lodge in Mississippi, something <laughs> like that. It's it, that's very similar to my apartment in Los Angeles. Um, so uh, let's start with the Egg Bowl Thursday. The only spot, the only game. The NFL does three games in a fucking dome. All three of their games. That's why the NFL sucks, dude. I, I can't. I can't get on board with that shit. All right, give me the Egg Bowl. All right. I mean, this is pretty obvious. We're gonna roster both quarterbacks, right? No, I, I didn't actually. So first off, I thought this was a hard game for a showdown contest because on one side you have a Mississippi State where they have maybe eight or nine potential pass catchers. So good luck trying to pick the right one every game. And then with Ole Miss, like you know, their passing attack, I didn't really want any parts of. So um, so no, I did not roster. Uh, both quarterbacks, but we'll, we'll jump into our captain chair. Uh, the, the, the player that is, is his salary is one and a half times. So he gets one and a half points. I'm sure everybody that's listening knows how this works. I went back to uh, my guy, Quinshawn Judkins, the running back. He is clearly, I think the best bet for production in this whole slate on both teams. So that's 14.7 uh, K for Judkins. He is not your captain. Nope. Is he on your roster? He is on my roster. Got to have him on your roster. And that's why I'll do this. Look, the problem is Mississippi state's run defense. going to be going to be there. And this little cookie cutter, this little cookie cutter shit that lane lane kept trying. All right. He's already out the door. Are you worried that the team quit on him? Yeah, potentially, I uh, sure, and I do think Mississippi, Mississippi State has a solid running game, but Ole Miss has been able to get you know the ground game going against pretty much everybody. And Quishon Judkins, I mean, if you want to you know bring up his stats here, you know he uh, will take Alabama where he had 135 yards and two touchdowns. He ran for over 200 last week. Ran ran over over 200 against A and M three weeks ago. So two out of the last three weeks, he's been over 200 yards. So yeah, Mississippi state, maybe they can slow him down a little bit, but like I said, I mean, even like uh, the quarterback for Mississippi state, I mean, he hasn't had a very impressive year. So who is, who, who's the most reliable source of fantasy production? Is, uh, it, is, is it Will Rogers? It is. And that's my guy. Will Rogers state park, baby. All right. I, I live 10 months, 10 minutes from Will Rogers state park here in <laughs> California. All right. He's been a little bit of a disappointment and sure. uh, He's Mike a Leach has been extremely frustrated with the receiving group. So uh, he is on my roster. He is the one quarterback I did roster, but not my captain. Look, he is the epitome of a lawn chair. There's no denying that, but 
there's been speculation that Leach could step down. I think they make a, I think they're going to put it on. And, and I don't know if you know this, but Mrs. Ole Miss's pass defense atrocious all year. Uh, so I'm going to attack that and have will state park Rogers as my captain at 15 K 15 shit, 15, uh, 15, six, 15 grand essentially. And then 600. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> 15.6. It's fucking eight in the morning here, man. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> well, I do think you have to, to roster will Rogers. Cause he's by far the best quarterback in this slate. And it would be a very ballsy move not to go with either quarterback, especially when there are so many question marks on both sides as to who's going to get the ball in the passing game. So you also went Jackson dart though, huh? I did. Took a, I, I threw a dart at the old board, uh, and uh, you're, you're not a little bit concerned that I don't know what three out of the last four games he's been south of twenty fantasy points. No, I think he's not very good, and unfortunately, this is a. There's no other. There's only a certain look. Who do you take then? Sure. Who do you take well, on the, in this fucking game? You know what well, I mean? Like, hey, well, let's 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 read off our rosters and we'll get to it. So, so my um, so all right, I got Judkins my captain. I had Will Rogers. Next most expensive was, I guess I'm leaning into the old Miss running game, but I'll go Zach Evans because look, we know on any other team Zach Evans would be a bell cow running back in 20 plus touches, but he does share the backfield with Judkins, one A and one B. He's questionable though. Uh, he was questionable. Like if you look on DraftKings, he was questionable due to an injury in, in the Bama game. Well, he played last week against Arkansas. Uh, against Arkansas, he also ran for over 200 yards. So I don't see him having an injury problem this week. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I went ahead and rostered both. Ole what, 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 what's his price? His price is 8K. Sold. Sold. I'm getting rid of Jaquavian Marks, even though Ole Miss's run defense is terrible. Well, you know what? I also have Jaquavian Marks because other than Will Rogers, the only reliable source of fantasy production for Mississippi State is Jaquavius Marks, the running back, because he's had a pretty solid year. He catches a lot of balls. Um, I like I, I think you have to have in general, I have four guys from Mississippi State and two for Old Miss, because I do like Mississippi State to win this game. So I, I think if if you can find a way to fit in Marks. And the two running backs for Ole Miss. That's what you do, but no. you probably you probably can't do that if you're rostering both quarterbacks. That's so, what I'm saying. So there's your side bet, I, I guess. Is is Joquavius Marks versus um, Jackson Dart? Dart. There Let's you go. go. Let's right. go. Uh, so I'm pretty much down to my final two players on this slate. Uh, As I, am I. Look, who's got the most receptions on Hale State? It's Rufus. There needs to be more people named Rufus. Rufus Harvey. He's their possession guy. 45 catches, 430 yards, three touchdowns. I know ducking uh, has the most touchdowns, but I think uh, old Rufus going to come through for me at 4,200. What are you doing here? I also took a stab at a Mississippi state receiver. I went Justin Robinson who has 11 catches in the last three games. So if you're looking at overall, he does not have as many catches as your guy and trying to take a stab at one of these receivers. Like I said, good luck, but I think Justin Robinson might be emerging. Uh, We mentioned Leach has been frustrated with the receivers. So I I looked at who has more recent catches rather than most overall catches on the season. And it seems like Justin Robinson is building up that rapport 
uh, with uh, your 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 state park guy. So uh, yeah, give me give me a shot on Justin Robinson. Ooh ooh ooh, I like it. Um, okay, well look, my final guy. Once again, it's like pissing in the wind here. I'm taking Austin Williams at three at three K. He's got 31 catches. That'll be like fifth most on the team. But I mean, I don't know. He's experienced. Uh, if you throw away the running back spot, you know it bumps him up. Uh, uh, his marks has like 44 catches, second on the team. Right. Um, I like it. Well, hey, that way you at least you have two bullets in your Mississippi State passing attack gun. So the chances are both of them probably don't hit, but maybe one of them will. Yeah, uh, I only want one though, and my last guy is a kicker, the the Coastal Carolina transfer. He really, he really left Coastal Carolina in a bad spot. But Massimo Biscardi, the Mississippi State kicker, and uh, last what eight point seven points, ten points last three games, kick a couple field goals, give me some points on the board for three point six k. I'll take anything he can help provide. Yeah, and uh, I mean he's kind of been a little bit of a letdown a little bit there. Uh, but he's gotten better of late. I know out the gate, I think he struggled some. Yeah, I think him and a, another kicker were kind of splitting duties out the gates. But um, he has at least hit most of his field goals the last couple of weeks. So uh, we'll see what he does here. All right. Well, look, uh, that concludes our Thursday night solo uh, showdowns picks play. I don't fucking know what to say. Uh, next up, contest. Yeah, I need a coffee. Um, but before we get to uh, before we get to to Friday morning, I want to tell you folks out there that the College Football Experience Week 13 DFS show for Thursday and Friday is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. Out of all the slates, I think this was my favorite one. Well, I mean, yeah, because there's actually actually some decent options to choose between. <laughs> the other ones probably not. Um, so this is, you know, we, I, at least we have how many games are on this slate here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ele- eleven. So we got some options here. That's all we can ask for. But I did, I found out that I, or I, my takeaway was that I wasn't enamored with the quarterback options on the slate. Oh, so I'm I'm curious is if you spent up for a big dollar guy like DTR or Drake May, or if you went a little bit cheaper at the position, what'd you do? Well, my top my top guy is uh, yeah, what do they call that little dust up in the desert? All right, uh, the Desert Bowl or some shit like that. Uh, I, I forget. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> it's not Ari- the Governor's Cup, is it? Yeah, but probably that too. Arizona and Arizona State in Tucson. Arizona State's won the last five matchups. I think there's blood in the water because I do think the Wildcats are going to put it on them. Uh, and, and Delora and those wideouts, those are Jacob Cowing, McMillan, all those those stud wideouts. I think they're going to put it on uh, Arizona State. They're still playing for something where I feel like Arizona State's like, let's just get to next year. Uh, so that is my top guy. How about yourself? Play the music, man, for everything you you just said. Oh man. You sandbagging son of a gun. 
you I think we both locked up Arizona, and we, if we like Arizona to win at home, I think that's going to be because of a big game through the air. So I'm right with you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who did you do with your second quarterback? All right, I went a little bit cheaper here for only six point six k. I also think the Boise State Broncos at home are going to roll all over. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Ah, oh, come on. Taylor Green. You tell me we got twenty two starting quarterbacks on the slate. We picked the same two. You're stealing my style, man. What are you? Did you hack into my computer? <laughs> Dude, Taylor Green has been a revelation after Hank Bachmeyer transferred. After they fired the OC, they got back to you know ground and pound physical football. And Taylor Green, that's what he does. Dual threat guy, probably more prolific now as a runner than a passer, but has thrown for over two hundred and five straight games, and then gives you all that you know potential with his feet as well. So I like him to have a big game. Did you see what uh, Craig Bull said about him when uh, leading up to the game last week? No. So Taylor Green is a six-six freshman from Louisville, Texas. Craig Bull said he reminds me of uh, Josh Allen, right? Ooh. He goes, he's in, he's a, he's like when I grab Josh Allen, uh, and you know this is a three-star that no one recruited, not many offers, and it's just ridiculous. He's I a freshman. Allen was in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was part of the comparison. So the, and, right now they're probably unpolished as a passer, which is why you know they weren't a four star and weren't heavily recruited. But as a as a freshman, give him time. Wait, wait until he's a junior, dude. I, call me crazy. <laughs> hey Colorado, if you see a guy who's six six and two twenty that can, that's been playing quarterback, how about you just right. take a shot on him? How take a shot on him. Texas. How many schools like <laughs> Texas State or North Texas <laughs> yeah. or I mean UTSA? He'd be a perfect to, to, to play under Frank yeah. Harris for yeah. you know yeah. a it's year. Like, then yeah, I don't know how all those schools in Texas let this guy get up to Idaho. And the teams played a lot better with him than Hank Bachmeyer for sure. So I, I agree. I, I'm rostering him, and I think this kid's got a a, a very big upside. Dirk Cutter and the new OC there. He, he's worked with some quarterback, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, man. Yeah. Probably. Yep. Uh, uh, no, that was after Brady came after he left. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, we have the same quarterbacks. You piece of shit. Okay. Hopefully we don't have the same running backs. Do you have three? Uh, no, I have two. Just two. Interesting. So I, I did kind of spend up at the running back spot and that'll start with UCLA's Zach Charbonnet. Four eight point four K going up against Cal. He had kind of a quiet game last week against USC. I think the Bruins will rectify that this week and get the ball in his hands often because he's had some monster. I mean, before the game against Cal, I'm sorry, before the game against USC, he had over fifty fantasy points against Arizona, over fifty fantasy points against Stanford. I think they need to re-emphasize the run game, and that starts with Charbonnet. I like it. I like it. Uh, you can't. You, I mean, Cal's. I th- do think Cal's defense is is decent, but I I I think Charbonnet is going to get his no matter who he plays. Pretty much. Yeah. So I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, okay. Um, well, my uh, my top running back. I'm taking you back to the dust up. All right. Xavier Valade. Xavier Valade. You look. Arizona's run defense. Yeah. Is awful. It's a rivalry game, so I do believe it'll be uh, chippy. Arizona's only only way to win this game. I'm sorry, Arizona State's only way to win this game is to bleed the clock. 
run, run, run. They're going to get validate at least 20 plus touches. He's had a very nice year. I think we've rostered him a handful of times. I expect a big game from Valaday. I agree. Completely agree. Um, uh, all right. Well, uh, then tell me who your second running back is. Oh, it'll be third. my third, obviously. Third, I yeah. Had Charbonnet. Yeah. Um, I went real cheap here. Uh, I went to Iowa. I, I know we don't often like to roster Iowa Hawkeyes, but they do have a young running back named Caleb Johnson who's had a, a, a couple of monster games. I mean, he went for over 200 yards, actually 200, exactly 22 rushes for 200 yards against Purdue a, a few weeks ago. I think he's kind of emerging as their running back one. He's only 3.3 K and Iowa doesn't want anything to do with Iowa this week. I'm sorry. Nebraska doesn't want anything to do with Iowa this week. I think uh, the Cornhuskers run defense has been weak all season. So I expect Caleb Johnson to have a pretty nice day for a very low price of only 3.3 K. Ooh, uh, you know, it's a damn shame. We didn't get Iowa in a standalone game to, to do a showdown this year. Why's that? Because it, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> be awful. <laughs> no, that's the point. It would be fucking hilarious. I want to I want to see it. All right. I want to see it. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand it. I think they're in a spot. It makes sense with Nebraska's uh, run defense, the way it is. Um, and you got to wonder how about the, how about the point of potentially the buy-in Right. Well, what is the buy-in right now with the Nebraska Cornhuskers? These guys are going to be transferring in like a week. Yeah, you know? I mean, we said on on our picks pod they fought at home tough against Wisconsin last week. That was probably their last hurrah. Wisconsin came back, scored a touchdown for the win in the, like the last minute, and now they're going on the road to Iowa City. I just don't see how this Cornhusker team is going to have any fight. And if they don't bring the fight, Iowa's going to run all over you. So uh, that's why I went with the running back. They got a couple of guys that, that gets carries there. It's a little bit of a gamble, but at that price tag, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my my second uh, my second back. I'm taking you back to Boise. Halani, George Halani. Uh, look, Utah State's Blake Anderson's done a decent job getting them back to a bowl after a disastrous start, but uh, they're not a real physical team. And I think that's one one of my knocks on Anderson at Arkansas State was I felt like his teams weren't that physical. Boise is the epitome of physical. I think he has a big day on the Smurf turf on, uh, and I think I think it's a senior night. So yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. He's been a beast for you know a couple of years now, and you know Boise does have that other young running back, Genty. Uh, yeah, and I think Holani's you know the the play here. But moving forward, that backfield with with Green at quarterback and Genty at running back, they're going to be quite nice for the Broncos for a few more years here. So just, uh, I mean, obviously you know, nobody's going to re- remember that next year, but Genty is a guy to watch out for next year. Once Holani graduates, once he has that backfield, cause I think he's a more dangerous explosive runner right now, but Holani is just consistent. You know what you're going to get. So uh, I like to play. Let's go. Okay. Next up for you, buddy. I'm at receiver now. I got three. You have four though. So I'm still one ahead of you. So why don't you name your first? Well, no, I actually just switched Did oh. three running backs. I'm going to go. Uh, Cause I, I saw value with the uh, Ty J Spears and I okay. think I get it. Like, but Keaton Mitchell still went off against Cincinnati. This isn't the Cincinnati defense from a year ago. That's true. Uh, I think Spears will get his. And another thing is he catches the ball a lot in this offense. So I will take a shot there on what, uh, what's his price. Uh, his price sixty four hundred. Yeah, I know you're a big Spears guy. He's a hell of a player. I didn't quite care for the matchup on the road at Cincy, but you're right. It's not the same Cincy defense as the last couple of years. So 
I think he can still carve out a pretty nice game. Yeah, let's go. So I am going three running backs. Those are my three backs. Let's go. All right, same game as my top receiver at six point eight k. I'm going to take you to Cincy's Tyler Scott. Last time you talked me out of rostering him, he had ten catches for 140 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns a couple weeks ago against Navy. You're not going to talk me out of it again. Uh, a little worried about the quarterback situation. We'll see. There's uh, some some injuries at quarterback, but uh, I think Cincy at home, Tyler Scott, he's been a beast all year long. Needs 112 yards to reach. 1000 on the year. I think he does that this week against the green wave. Mm, mm, mm. That game's, that game's going to be awesome. One of the, one of the games to watch this weekend, Agreed. my, uh, my highest price receiver. I'm taking you to Columbia, Missouri, where Matt Landers, the Toledo transfer is at 5,600 and uh, Missouri's defense is actually decent, but I just think Arkansas's offense, whenever, when KJ Jefferson's healthy, Kendall Bryles can, can get this thing going 5,600. I think he's a little undervalued. I like Landers. Uh, I'm going to go only $300 cheaper. And I actually had money to spend here. Same game. I'm going to go to your guy, the, the freshman at Missouri, Luther burden, the, the third starting to emerge a little bit. And he's at home. I, I do think that Mizzou defense is a lot tougher at home. Meanwhile, Arkansas, you want to fade that secondary. So I'm going to go Luther Burden, and even though I mean I, I like Matt Laners, I think I've rostered him the last couple of weeks. That could be our side bet. Well, I, I actually my original roster before I made the switch while we were recording was Burden in there, but then when I switched to uh, Spears, I didn't have enough money for for Burden, so then I had to. No, Burden's less expensive. You said your guy's five point six k, right? Yeah, no, but I already had him in the roster when I went to Spears. Oh, okay, so I guess uh, I, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. So, so you wanted roster both in that game, potentially? Yes, yes. But you couldn't. I got you. Okay. Well, I do like Luther Burden, the the five star freshman, to have a nice game here. And if you want to, if you want that as your side bet, I'm down. Let's fucking go. All right. All Let's right. I got go. one guy left. What about you? I uh, believe I have. Uh, wait, I have two guys left. Okay. Go ahead. Taking you to uh, the Tobacco Bowl. NC State at North Carolina. Why? Oh no, this is the other, I, I think I got had with this before. Think I got had with <laughs> Make this. Make sure before. you have the right green, right? Yeah, I think I got <laughs> had with this before. Okay, that changes. That changes my my pick before. There's two A greens on uh, Carolina. You're like, how the fuck is this possible? Right, right. Okay, so I will tell you then that I am rostering. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go to that dust up. Giovanni Sanders, the second leading receiver on Arizona State. I Look, like I, they're not a pass team by any means, but they're gonna need to be in this game. And Arizona's defense sucks. So Giovanni Sanders, uh, to get your second leading receiver at 3,400, sign me up. Let's go. What are you what doing? Has, what has Sanders done recently? Because my last guy's 3,600, but it's a total dart throw. It's not like. I'm confident in the guy. Well, Sanders, first off, is a senior. I think in, in positions like this, you want to play a senior. Yes, he struggled the past two games. I believe he got injured actually last game. Uh, but uh, prior to that, you go back three weeks, five catches. The the week before that, five catches. He's had three games with five catches 
Yeah. He, he yeah. did turn his ankle in the second half of the Wazoo game where he only had one catch, but he played last week, but he only had one catch for three yards. I wonder how healthy that, that, that ankle is. This is so, the final yeah, time he gets the, to play in the dust up. He's going to show up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see. So a uh, total dart throw. I went an Eastern Michigan receiver. I'm in Michigan right now, so I got to take somebody uh, from the the Mitten State. I went Darius Lassiter, 3.6K. Total dart throw here. Total punt play. Uh, Four for 32 last week, two for 25 the week before. I needed a cheap receiver. I got no idea about this guy. He is my official punt play. Let's see what he can do. All right. All right. I like it. Um, I'm going to take you to my final. Speaking of dart plays, well, you know, uh, Toledo's taking on Western Michigan. Toledo's already clinched, right? It's Tucker Gleason's show. Daquan Finn, I think, gonna get the gonna wait it out to the uh, MAC championship. One thing about Tucker Gleason, they pass more when he's when 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 he's at QB. Finn's more of a running quarterback, I feel like. So, I'm gonna take a shot on with some of these wideouts. Demir Blankum Blankumsey. <laughs> Another great <laughs> Mac name, forty five hundred. He's the second leader receiver on the team. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Let's do it, man. All right, let's hop over to Saturday night slate. Friday night, buddy. We haven't oh, yeah. even got Friday to night yet. slate. I need a coffee, man. I'm I'm in the trenches over here. Just just. <laughs> um, All right. So there's only two games. So again, we're gonna have a lot of you know similarities. I think you got. Florida, Florida State with an over under of 58, with Florida State um, being favored by about 10. And then you have Wyoming Fresno with an over under of only of only 50, with Fresno State being favored by 15. So kind of tough here. It was a little bit uh, you know, challenging to make my roster here, but I did go with two quarterbacks. Did you? I did. I did. I buddy. didn't take the most expensive in Jordan Travis. Nope. I didn't either. So we probably have the same quarterbacks again. Probably. Cause I don't think you want the Wyoming quarterback. <laughs> uh, certainly not after last week. So um, Jake Hayner and AR 15. Correct. 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 Let's go. Painter was what $600 less expensive than Travis. He has the easier matchup. His team is, you know, slated to, to score more points. He averages more fantasy points. That's at the end of the day. That's why I went Painter over Travis. And I didn't, I, I couldn't fit both of those guys in my lineup. And I liked what he said. You know, my first thing uh, coming into the week was like, well, Fresno's already clinched. Are they not going to play Hainer? Right? No, Hayner went out and said, and he goes, I'm not a fool. He goes, uh, my father played this game and he, he told me countless times what he would give to play again. He goes, I love our fan base. And he goes, and I know that uh, this is my last chance to run out of that tunnel. And I can't, I I'm very excited to, uh, and I'm not going to miss any opportunity. So they, uh, so the thought of uh, me sitting out this game, absolutely ridiculous in the era of load management. How refreshing is that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I, I I heard him say that, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. That so eighty one hundred Jake Hayner, and then uh, AR fifteen uh, at sixty four hundred. I know we've talked a lot of shit about AR fifteen, but fantasy wise, I mean, he has what three straight games over twenty eight fantasy points. 
They've got the best competition, yeah. Vandy, South Carolina, A&M, but still, <laughs> this is a rivalry game here. I think it's going to be closer than what people think, and I think AR-15 is going to be, you know, be able to do some stuff with his legs to justify his his fairly affordable price tag. Yeah, no, I mean, he's broken off 80-yard touchdown runs in some of these games, and uh, you know, I know AR-15, highly recruited, but yeah, to go back to the golden eye days, he's more of like a PP7, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, Deep, uh, deep reference. I wonder yeah. if he's going to get that. The <laughs> uh, running back play. I'm pretty sure we're going to have the same running backs. Um, I think I rostered the three. No, not the three most expensive, but but the the two most expensive anyway. I went Jordan Mims, Fresno State. I did not go with him. Ah, okay. I mean, Wyoming's got a, a decent run defense, but. You know Fresno's at home in a in a, a game where they're supposed to score a lot more points in the competition, more score more points than anybody on the slate here, and he's been coming on of late. I mean, against Nevada, he was over 150 plus. Against Hawaii, he was 18 for 123. Jordan Mims is clearly the RB one for the Bulldogs, and um, at 6.9K, he's going to have a pretty nice game here. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Uh, Tedford's offense only gets better. Obviously, you know they they had a little setback when Hainer was injured, and I feel like that's where a lot of their losses accumulated. If not, they might have a much better record. That's right. Um, and uh, Jake in the chat says he's going to start telling his manager that he needs some load management. <laughs> I like it. Come on. Yes, if, let's if, go. If NBA players can do it. Why can't we? Yeah. Tell Stack in the money green. Just say, hey, dude. Coming you know, at me a little. You know who needs load management is Colby. You've been doing way too many pods. <laughs> <laughs> November's tough, man. When college basketball is rolling and college football is at the same time, you know, burnout is a real thing. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you in a month where you're like, I just I hate sports. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. It's a, don't I, talk to me about sports. All right, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about. Uh, Lifetime the, channel, movies. the Aurora Borealis, or some shit like that. <laughs> Let me know. Um, my running backs, my, I'm going Titus Swen, man. Uh, this guy's this guy's Play a fucking beast. Greg Bowl, you can take his whole team. Guess what? He's not gonna give a shit, and then he's gonna load up that team the very next year and compete for a Mountain West championship, which he almost he almost got to the Mountain West championship game. Nice, I think that, nice, nice bounce back year in general for uh, Wyoming. I agree, dude. I mean, you know they were projected as like one of the five worst schools in D one this year. That was a dumb projection. Yeah, I and think Craig, we were both on the over. Yeah, because I we trust Craig Bull. Uh, Craig Bull. It's a system. It's a system yeah. he's got there. Uh, so Titus Swen's a beast. You can take Xavier Valade, which I happen to have on this uh, on my team that I just mentioned a second ago, but. Right. Swen is a, is a beast. I believe they recruited him out of Africa. Um, $6,200. Let's go. I know you got Africa him too. To Wyoming is, is quite the, the change of pace there, but uh, I like but, it. So my but at the same back, time, not really, if you're out there, I mean, maybe from a, a temperature point of view, but if you're out there and like fucking lions and zebras are passing, you go up to Wyoming and it's just grizzly bears and, uh, and wolves and shit like that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> Moving along. My third running back is I think the Florida state running back who has really emerged. That's the Oregon transfer. Trey Benson, 5.3K. I don't know why he's still less than uh, Trey Sean Ward. I think you got to go Benson. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, why Why is that? I, uh, is that just them being lazy? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Ward as a running back also, but I can see as the season has progressed, he's been losing touches to Benson big time. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, DraftKings or whatever software company that does DFS sports, I think uh, they might have got lazy there. You're right. Yeah. And then I went on the, my third running backs on the other side of that game. I went with uh, the Louisiana transfer, Montrell Johnson. Uh, this guy uh, is, is a big chunk of uh, shit. You can make a case. He's like a hundred percent of the Florida offense. <laughs> I mean, What's his price like six K. Yeah. Did, did, so is, is Mims versus Johnson a fair bet? Mims is 6.9 K. Is he, is he too far? You probably couldn't roster him over Johnson. Right? I didn't have the money, but you know what? It's Thanksgiving. All right. Let's do it. Let's All battle. Right, I, I think Florida on. state. I'm not, I, you know, you know me, I know Patty C says I'm a hater. It's I really don't believe I'm a hater. I really, I mean, I, do I not like Florida or Florida state? Correct. The, the state yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah. I try to stay. I'm joking. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I'm a hater. I just don't think the ACC is very good. And I think it's easy to be somewhat decent and accumulate a shit ton of wins. Fair enough. That's true. Now you could say the same thing about the SEC East, though. Well, Florida does suck too, dude. <laughs> right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, uh, but I believe there's opportunity. Like, I don't think like Florida State's really got this lockdown defense. I think they played a Louisiana team that's been pretty shitty all year. Yeah. I think they played a Miami offense that is among the worst in in college football. For and sure. I think, I think Florida will have some opportunities to really expose that. And I think Richardson and, and Johnson are plays that make a lot of sense. I like it. I agree. But uh, Mims is still going to outscore Johnson. So uh, bad choice. All right. Uh, we each have three receivers, right? Yep. Lock up Jalen Moreno Cropper. Who's been crushing it as just as I mean, when Hainer came back, you saw Moreno Cropper just explode as well. 7.4 K play the music. Play the fucking music. He, he changed so. his name in the offseason, but uh, added a hyphen. Maybe just you know trying to give his, his mom some credit. Yeah, I know. I think his grandparents passed away, and he uh, uh, he threw that there. I think I saw a tweet about that. Yeah, good stuff. Shout out to Jalen Marino Cropper and and their families. Um, my next guy, he, he, you know, he's capable of having monster games, and he's capable of going dead quiet. So I kind of rolled the dice a little bit on Florida State's Johnny Wilson. He's like that six-six receiver or something. You, you, you play him too? Oh, yeah, man. Arizona State transfer. I mean, look at he had like seven for 149 against Louisville, over 100 yards against Georgia Tech. How's he not? Last week he catches one ball for 24 yards. Uh, so well, it's a gamble. How do they not like? If I was call me crazy, if I'm Mike Norvell, he's so much bigger than everybody else. He's got to get the ball more, man. Yeah. I don't care about Micah Pittman or yeah, Ontario Wilson. Yeah. He is by far, uh, he, he is a matchup nightmare. You know, he's got good hands too, man. Yeah. This, especially like a, a, a red zone target. Throw yeah. it up, throw the lob, throw the fade. Come on now. They, 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 they haven't used him as well as I thought they would use him. Agreed. Um, well shit. And I'm on my uh, final guy here. Same here. And I took a real roll of the dice on a guy. I didn't even know his name before this, but he's a Florida Gator receiver that had eight for one sixty-five and two touchdowns last week. And wow. he's only 3.1 K Dejon Reynolds. Mm. Well, you I would, you, you're making a lot of sense for me to roster, but I don't want to have the same lineup as you. So, uh, I mean, it's a total gamble also because coming into that game, he only had three catches on the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
But uh, apparently, whatever was the case last week, uh, I'd have to like talk to a Florida Gator uh, fan to see like why he got in and and why he was emphasized so much. But just needing a punt play, I think a guy that had that kind of game last week, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm going to take you to the most prolific passing attack, and let me tell you, Fresno. No, I'm being so, I'm, yes, <laughs> Wyoming. Joking. I'm Sar- being sarcastic. Sarcasm. And look, Wyatt Herb once had he headed to to California after he uh, had the OK Corral, right? Worked out for him. I believe he died in Los Angeles. If if uh, those movies are fucking fig- you know real, um, uh, <laughs> where are we well, going with this? <laughs> well, uh, this guy reminds me of Wyatt Herb. His name's Wyatt Wyland. All right, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like he could have been in the in the old west. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wyatt. You give this guy shit, he will punch you in your fucking face. All right. Wyatt Wyland, he's got 20 catches on the year, and get this, he's the second leading receiver on the team. Sounds like a tight end. I bet you he's a tight end. No, he's a wide out. I'm Is telling he? you, I've I've God. watched enough of this uh this team. White guy? Um, yeah. I, I think I think every Wyatt is a white guy, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure about that. Uh uh, but he he kind of got a little Cole Cole Beasley vibe. Okay. M- minus minus the uh, the rap album that I know about. Um, so uh, look, what are his thoughts on COVID? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in Wyoming, dude. COVID never happened to Wy- in Wyoming. So uh, uh, Wyatt Wyland, I think he's going to be able to uh, look. I don't know how much I know Hainer's playing, but like Fresno's already clinched. Maybe 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 they uh, maybe they don't really care that much. Okay. Wyatt Wyland uh, will maybe go off. I know you look at his stat line and you say, dude, you're taking a wide receiver. First off, this guy's from Colorado Springs. Hey buffs. How do you miss on Wyatt Wyland? All right. <laughs> um, Sounds look, like Ed McCaffrey should have, uh, you know, recruited him. Maybe yeah. he still had the job at Northern Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Huh? You can throw your clipboard at uh, your recruiting coordinator. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, he didn't do anything against Boise, but Boise's defense is legit. Well, he had a touchdown actually. He had a, a rushing touchdown. They okay. run him too, buddy. Okay. Um, like it. Against Utah State, six for ninety-four, buddy. Let's go. All right. What was his price? His price was uh, well, what the hell was his price? Um, I believe it was forty-five hundred. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have that kind of money. So, all right, good luck to you. But I'm gonna kick your ass again. Let's go, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. We, we might even be back with a little Saturday DFS show for us, but uh, we invite you to come play. Also, we're doing college basketball nightly DFS shows. I mean, not, not shows, I'm sorry, uh, contest. So come enter. Once again, we tweeted out at, at TCE on SGPN. Uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow and uh, want to say uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. Pretty cool uh, that we get to sit here and bullshit with you guys and talk football and basketball. And it's, uh, I don't know, I've stumbled upon something really cool and I appreciate everyone listening. Hell and yeah. I, yeah, I, I hope that uh, everyone has a, a great Thanksgiving, get a lot of turducken. All right. And uh, yeah, stay safe. And uh, look, today's the second biggest drinking day in America. Bottoms up. Cheers, yeah. boys. Go get yourself a fucking uh, few. Uh, what what are some of the names we were calling a a, a a drink? I feel like when we covered Maction, 
there was like a hip and hammer. Go get a hip and hammer. All right. <laughs> there, you there you go. There's a wide receiver somewhere on the, uh, I think for the Miami, Ohio red Hawks. Exactly. I, I, I rostered him last night in our uh, DFS uh, contest. That's what I'm saying. So go get yourself a hip and hammer kick back and uh, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Remember we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the NFL gambling podcast, all the, every other sport that's uh, soccer gambling podcast, the world cup gambling podcast, just rolling along. Um, just too much stuff. What are you laughing at over there? Ah, oh, surge in the chat. Talk about spin drift again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go get yourself. Look, maybe you're a little lonely this weekend. All right. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe put some vodka in that spin drift. That's what I'm talking about. Though, though a little, uh, though a little, you know, uh, Tito's, I, I almost said uh kettle, but I wanted to promote an American vodka, even though I think Tito still gets their, their, I think Tito's does it like kind of under the undercover. Like they bring the vodka in from another mm. country and then have it there and, ma- and just label it. I Austin? think something like that, something no, like that. Someone was, I don't know if that's true either. That might've just been some drunk conversation where someone was telling me that. So either way it's good vodka and uh, it's cheap. So, Hey, fuck it. <laughs> there you go. All right. He's like a uh, Wyatt Wyland of, of vodkas. <laughs> all right. Uh, talking about Tito's. So, all right, folks, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. People that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. But they didn't. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach in East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play in East Carolina with a weak heart. Right it!